0: Love Talk Radio. Monday show. I put my water too far away. It's like I gotta reach all the way over here. Little water, dry mouth. Okay, so how's everybody? Did you have a good weekend? You having fun yet? Well, I guess when it's it's October first, and to me, this is the official start of fall. We have one more month to Halloween. Are you excited? Or thirty days? I guess there's thirty one days. So Halloween is on a Wednesday. So I thought it was a good appropriate day to talk about God, <laughs> being that Halloween, well, different points of view. And I'm trying to get into a little bit of a discussion on what different points of view, on what God is, what, where, when, and how. I didn't get into the how part today. So it's when, what, where, when, and who. Who is God? And what did God come from? And why? And and then I'm going to give you a little bit of a different take on different religions. But mainly I want to do this week is that my spirit guides talk to you about God. Okay. You know, I was thinking about this idea of God and defining God and understanding God. And if you ask teachers, religious teachers, religious schools, the religious school of thoughts about God, there really isn't a lot of original thoughts, is there? Because everybody's going to refer back to another person whether it's the Bible, which is a person. Now, that's an interpretation, an understanding, a channeling of what God is, right? And any sacred text or anything that came after a sacred text is all going to be somebody's interpretation of God. Now, I'll give you this. Some people will believe it's inspired, and this is inspired words of God, but we've got over 7 billion people on this planet, <laughs> And major religions, even though they make up a big chunk of the population, no one religion is so dominant that their points of view are the only points of view. Does that make sense? Yes. So is there truth in all this? Or is it just that God is whatever we want God to be? It's a nice explanation. God is how we interpret God. And throw out the book, throw out religion for a moment and just say God is how we individually interpret God. And we base our interpretations of God on other people that came before us. So I thought about that. I thought, well, what makes those people any more of an authority about God than you and I can be about God? Seriously. Because they get God from other people. And I'll give you the idea that some of it's inspired and, you know, from God or from the universe or from wherever, (laughs) from wherever. So what, what, what back to that thought being interrupted here, back to the thought that why is their interpretation or understanding of God any better than you and I? Now, Personally, I've been studying religion most of my life. I was in, immersed in a Christian organization at a very young age and studied God, read the Bible a bunch of times, did comparative religious studies throughout, throughout most of my youth and adulthood. So, you know, with the, I've read all about all the major religions and all the interpretations of God and studied it and preached about it and did all that sort of thing. So I say that I have a rather uh, astute, I don't know, I I hate bragging about myself, but I do have a really good understanding of the spirit and God and the different religions and their different points of view. Now, I don't necessarily in-depth into various religions at this point because I rely on my own spirit guides. Ooh, yes, a different thought. I channel. So I channel different spirit guides. And so that's what I'm going to do this week is ask them about God. And each day they'll probably have a different point of view on, you know, different understanding of the concept of God. And what a different point of view about God can mean, what difference can that make in your life? It makes a big difference. It can make a huge difference in your life. If your understanding is God of God is different than the traditional point of view about God, it's in a lot of ways it's just very much a releasing of certain fears and misunderstandings, and allowing you to um, actually live your own life without fear of condemnation and judgment. But we won't get into all that. Well, that's part of it, but. I thought today we'll start off with different points of view on God. Different religions takes on God. I'm going to start with I have an article called Five Major Religions, but it doesn't talk about Judaism and and Judaism is one of the founding religions where at different points of view. It kind of lasted beyond the other religions at the time. Let's just it outlasted the other religions that were in the area for one reason or another. And so Judaism is continuing to go pretty strong in, in the world, while Zoroasterism and some other religions that came along you know about the same time or a little bit later so the ones that kind of lasted through history is the ones that we kind of stick with and go like we're going to talk about buddhism and islam and christianity and we're going to and hinduism so those have lasted people have stuck with those faiths for various reasons cultural reasons you know a lot of religions lasted because of war religious wars they took over territories they invaded territories. They be and they spread the ideology throughout the world. Certain religions didn't last because they never spread their ideology throughout the world. And same thing with Judaism. Judaism was sca- scattered to the winds basically. So it has lasted because the people have gone. And there's there's certain values in Ju- Judaism that that attracts people still. So let's let's get into a little bit on Judaism and God it is it's fascinating one of the first things about god about Judaism and god is that pff, they don't use the word god there's the tetragrammaton which is the jewish letters YHWH and there's no vowel there's only vowel only consonants no vowels and in in traditional jewish faith now some people would call it Yahweh or Jehovah but in in traditional jewish faith they don't use the word god okay but let's 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 get into a little bit of what they believe about god god the course of all is one that does not mean one is in a series but one like a series which is encompasses many individuals no one as in an object that made up up many elements not a single object that is indefinitely divisible. Rather, God is a unity unlike any other possible unity. So, in in an essence, they're saying that God is one. There's one God, Yahweh. Or they they don't necessarily use the name God. They use the the letters and Adonai. But they don't try to pronounce the Y H W H like in Yahweh or Jehovah. Okay, so. And then there's a, and then so the Jewish faith, the Jewish omnipotent, uh, uh, omnipotent and creator of the universe, the source of all morality. God has the power to intervene in the world. Okay. Although one German, Jewish Medieval Jewish philosophers held that God does not have complete foreknowledge of human acts. So there's different opinions even within the Jewish faith. And then a lot of faiths, Islam and Christianity, sprung forth from Judaism or have roots in Judaism or ties to Judaism. But so Judaism is basically, we won't get into all the beliefs of Judaism because. That, that would take up all the whole discussion, and we can go into days on the various beliefs in Judaism. But, but, but basically, if you look at the Old Testament or the, the Torah, you get a pretty under, much of an understanding of what God is according to the Jewish faith, okay? I like the statement that Moses made, I, I am that I am. So that's pretty much what God is, I am. Now, what is God? See, they don't get into the discussion of what is God. They give you a name, and they give you some of the qualities of God, and then we might want to say that God is, my, is a living God, and God is love. Okay, but what, what is God? What is the makeup of God? You know, people have this point of view that God is some figure in the sky, some masculine energy in the sky or somewhere off, somewhere, and that 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 influence comes to us. Now we won't get into too much more about that, but let my spirit. I'm gonna let my spirit guides talk to you about this. Well, let's talk about the other five religions that they listened here, and their point of view on God. I want today's kind of an overview day. So Hindus worship the being of the ultimate oneness, Brahma, whose infinite represents of gods and goddesses. These various deities become incarnate. With, with idols, temples, gurus, rivers, animals, believe, Hindus believe that their position in this present life is by determined by their action in a previous life. So it doesn't really describe God, but it describes some of the teachings related to God. Now, I've studied it Hindu in the sense of getting involved in certain practices which are Hindu. And one of the things I've learned about Hindu gods per se is that even though there's a vast number of gods in the Hindu, you know, there's Shiva, there's, well, there's Brahma, there's Ganesh, but each one of these gods represents an aspect of the human, part of our personality, part of our makeup. And that's part of what the Hindu faith is about. When you see a god, when they talk about Brahma, they talk about Krishna, they talk about, they're, they're actually talking about a part of you, the human, okay? The deities represent us and how to deal with us, ourselves, how we, how the gods are reflecting in us. It's much like the Greeks. The Greeks and the Romans had their view of gods, right? And their view of gods was that the qualities, that human qualities, are represented in the gods and the eternal struggle. Okay, so Hindus, one god, basically, but one main god, but many, many other gods that relate to this one god, which reflect pretty much the aspects of the human existence, okay? Okay. We'll skip the New Age spirituality, which I think is kind of an interesting thing that they would actually discuss this. And this article is From Every Student, a safe place to explore questions about life and God. Okay? So everystudent.com. So they don't get into much where God came from or what God is. So we're going to talk about that in a few minutes or maybe tomorrow. I don't know. But, but this week's about God. What is God? Why is God? And maybe we we'll won't take all for it. But we'll talk about it. So what about Buddhism? Buddhism, now there's various aspects of Buddhism. I mean, in three paragraphs, it's not going to sum up here totally what Buddhism is. And there's different aspects of Buddhism that lean towards their kind of like this energy in the universe, this creative form or energy in the universe. They don't call it a personalized God, okay? They don't worship God. They don't believe that there's a, Individual God, personal God. And Hindu Buddhists also believe in reincarnation, but they believe that we come through many different lifetimes. In each lifetime, in our purpose and the purpose of Buddhism is to overcome suffering. Okay? Overcome suffering. To live, to become Buddha. To become, to gone through these reincarnations to become Buddha. So you, yeah, you know, at some point you'll end end the rebirths because you will be Buddha-like. You will be. I don't use the word here, but I'm I'm getting the word is that in Nirvana. You will reach Nirvana, so there's no longer a need to come back into a human life. So God is, in, in essence, there is a stream of consciousness in Buddhism, and we all flow into this stream of consciousness this intelligence but that we have the intelligence with is within us to make choices to reincarnate now hindus also believe in reincarnation so look, what about islam well islam god his name is allah who is indefinitely superior to and transcendent from human allah is viewed as the creator of the universe and the sword of all good and all evil. Everything that happens is Allah's will. He is powerful a strict judge who will be merciful toward followers depending on the sufficiency of their good works and religious devotion. There's a lot of rules, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of rules in that, isn't there? There's rules. You have to live by a certain... Well, well let's look at Christianity. Isn't there something very similar? And the Jewish faith has something very similar. And... Uh, uh, Muslim, Muslims or Islam honors certain prophets. Muhammad is considered to be the last prophet, and his words and lifestyle are that of a person's authority. To be a Muslim must, must follow the five religious duties: repeat a creed about Allah and Muhammad, recite certain prayers in Arabic five times a day, give to the needy, one month each year fast from food, drink, sex, and smoking from sunset to sunrise, and then there's the pilgrimage part of it. So. So there's rules, and it's built around the structure that Allah gave us Root, you know the, the torah I'm not the Quran is the book that explains the religion, explains what God is and explains how to worship God, the devotion to God. And then they believe that Allah is the sure way of entering paradise. that the goal is paradise, much like Christianity, paradise. Christianity to believe in one eternal God is the creator of all. Now, Christianity, you know, you have Jesus Christ as the Son of God, but also you have the Trinity. Now, I've said I'm familiar with Christianity, so that's pro- that's how I was raised to believe that. Now, but in in, Christi- in Buddha is – well, I'm getting all – I'm going ahead of myself here a little bit. In Christianity, you have the, the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost – Depending on your interpretation or understanding, but they're all one they' they're a God, they are all God, that Jesus is an aspect of God, so Jesus is God, but Jesus is but still an incarnated version of God. You might want to put it that way, and that we are all sinners, obviously, the first man Adam sinned, the last man, Jesus was removing us from sin. So let's give you a little overview. I don't know much time we have left. This is a whole different topic this week. I'm getting into more of a spiritual point of view on things. But I want my spirit guides to talk to you. So Hindus acknowledge multiples of gods and goddesses. Buddhists say that there is no deity. New, New age spirituality followers believe that there, are, there is a god. Okay. They are god. Well, okay, but let's let's delve into that a little deeper because it, it goes beyond that of We are God. I would say that New Age or spir- different types of New Thought spirituality believes that we're aspects of God. We are an aspect of God. Okay, but Muslims believe that it, believe in a powerful but un- unknowable God. <clears throat> so if God's out there; it's a mystery yeah god's a mystery but god this is the rules that god wants to live by christians believe in a loving god who created us to know him so first of all the the masculine energy comes in really strong in most religions about god they see god from a very masculine point of view and and the feminine has been moved out of the way right now you do have goddesses in hindu faith so that's that's kind of a different take on it they have a little different that they there are actually feminine goddesses throughout the universe and you know and then some the catholics put you know sainthoods and there are women who are saints like mary but they're still not the ultimate masculine father figure because father figure seems to stand out in most you know in christian and judas judas juda judaism okay can't talk okay and so we, we won't get into too much more on that. What I really wanted to do that we could get into more about what other, because this is not about religion so much. It's is about God. And, and from the concept of understanding God is we have religions flowing forth and an understanding of this is what God wants us to believe. So, but this is more about what is God? You know, if we understand the nature of God, then we understand the beliefs that spring forth from our understanding of God. Okay. I know I'm going off on a whole different topic this week, but I think it's really important, and that's part of my purpose is to help people to understand the nature of. Because if we have a nature of understanding, let me have my spirit guides. I only have about 10 minutes left, and I've been chatting about what other people believe or spiritual religious faiths believe. and And I do believe whatever works for you is important. Whatever religious system you follow. And if that benefits your life and that helps you to be a more loving person, a more kind person, a more generous person and accepting person, then it's great. That's that's perfect. That's beautiful. But let's let me have my spirit guides open this discussion and they'll talk more in the next few sessions about this. <sighs> Well, George has kind of opened up a can of worms, hasn't he? What is, what is God? Who is God? Why is God? Why is probably the easiest thing. It's because God is everything. Without the concept of God, people would live in very frustrated, hopeless existence, wouldn't they? If you didn't have an understanding of what God is, why God, the majority of people upon the planet would not have something to hold on to, a faith, a belief system that transcends the human existence. So you have so you it as humans basically We hate to use the word created, but we'll just use that word. You created or understood God, the concept of God, from basically various points of views views, so that you could have something to hold on to, a faith, a belief system that gave you hope for the future. It also gave you rules to live by. Without rules, who are you, right? Without rules, who are you? Because the rules that you live by and teach to others defines who you are as a civilization. And so the various religions have very similar rules or very similar teachings because you might say that those particular teachings, especially the the teachings of love, the some religious belief in the reincarnation of humans coming back in many different lifetimes, that the Certain belief systems benefit people, help people to live on a day-to-day basis. Because basically principles of generosity, love, kindness, kindness to strangers, is innate to human beings. But where do they come from? Where do those beliefs come from? We would say that they come from your spiritual home. You all came from somewhere. Almost all religions teach you, unless you're an atheist, which is okay. That's fine. That you came from somewhere. That the human existence is uh, from some uh, prior existence in a non-physical world. We'll just leave it at that. Your human existence is a springboard from the non-physical world. Your soul the essence of who you are, the non-physical part of yourself, came from somewhere. And you would say it came from God. Okay? That's that's a simple interpretation of that. It came from God. So, who is God? Why is God? Well, why is God? There, Because God has always been... We're trying to... We're, we only have a few minutes, and this would take hours of discussion. But... Why is God? Basically, the answer to why is God is because why is life? Why is there existence? Why is there anything? And it's an expression of love. God, Why is God? Because it's an expression of love. It's an expression of generosity. It's an expression of the makeup of the divine intelligence being transformed transferred to other forms of existence does that make sense to you at all that 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 love that intelligence we're going to give you two qualities what is god god is love god is intelligence god is creator is a creative force so we use the word creative force here we don't use the word it's a creative individual because god is not an individual per se God is not one spirit entity that exists somewhere. We have to rule out, first of all, we rule out that God is not a masculine presence, right? God is not a masculine presence. God is a presence that has all qualities within it. We use the word it here. It's kind of an interesting way of putting it. It's an essence of all that there is. So, going back to the word why, that's probably the most interesting question. Why is God? Because there is a need to create. There is a need to express itself, itself, this energy, this intelligence. There is this need to express this intelligence throughout universes and universes. It's it's the need to express love, it's a need to express creativity, it's a need to express intelligence, it's a need to, to learn, to grow, to develop. It's a need to continue to create more and more of itself, parts of itself, spring forth, springing forth to all of creation, a part of itself. You would say that God is something that wants to learn continue to learn continue to experience so why is God for experience to learn to grow to express love to express all of these qualities that we in many ways attribute to God so God is everywhere and that's kind of a new age kind of thought is that God is within everything well there's a certain truth in that you could say that God is a vibration An energy field and a permeating energy field that moves through all of existence and it continues to create more existence it creates more of itself it expands itself itself always there's always an expansion so where did God start what didn't (laughs) now we could get into all these eternal truths about where did God start but then you have to get into this concept that there is no linear time Linear time is something that was devised for human existence so that you could dem- mark certain t- places in time that you can understand the sequence of life. But there is no linear. All that there is is this moment. In the universal now, we could call it that, the universal now. Now, religions may not agree with you totally on that subject, but or us on that subject, but everything is in the moment. So it's ever-expanding in this particular moment. Once you come to understand that the literal time, the linear time, is a creation for human existence or life forms in other places, because if you take planets in, in, in other solar systems where the planets are much bigger and the suns are much bigger, time is different. You know, you're facing your time on movements of your planet around the sun, right? You know, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, that's your time. But it's based on your particular solar system. But that does not translate to other solar systems. Okay, we're, we're running out of time. This is, this is such an interesting subject for us to get into about the concept of God. And... and, and When we talk about God, we have to talk about creation, we have to talk about values, we have to talk about knowledge, we have to talk about judgments and lack of judgments, we have to talk about all of that, because God is expressing itself, the universe, through all of life. Okay, so we will end there, we will continue this discussion about what is God. We answer the question why, because Why is God? Because there's a need to express love and creativity and intelligence everywhere. So thank you for listening. Bye. Why is God? That's an interesting statement. Why is God? I like that. Because we, God, the universe, source, whatever you call it, wants to continue to express itself in life, to create, to express love to express intelligence, to use intelligence. Okay, so we're done today. Okay, so we're going to talk about this week's About God and a little different take on God. And today we covered a little bit about other religions or religions in general about God. We'll look into God in relationship to other religions a little bit more tomorrow and kind of better understanding. So thank you for listening. Love you guys. And if you have any questions, give me a call.